Science Investigation. Hi, I'm Kay Binsley of Kay Binsley Hair, a studio salon in West Yorkshire in a little town called Featherstone. And thank you, Samantha, for inviting me onto yeah, your podcast. You're so welcome, so welcome. So the the whole thing that's happening just now, Kay, is everything about like the skin testing side of it. It's kind of I went up in arms um, and we're looking at it from all points of view and some people are a bit calmer about it. Some people are more in arms about it. Um, I was on the phone to my insurers yesterday. I just don't know like the full extent of it. So what's your opinion on it? How is it going on your side? Yeah, so I think what's happened is um, since the lockdowns, people have been short of money. And I think the basic line is out there that some unscrupulous members of the general public have realised that mm, this is quite an easy way to gain some money because, you know, if we go get our hair coloured, we've had a skin test, we get a hair coloured, but then we say... I've got an itch on my scalp or and then we go to the doctors the doctor's question will be have you had anything done yes I've had my hair color the doctor's answer will be oh so it's got to be the color even though you've had a skin test you've obviously built an allergy within that time frame um go and then they leave the doctors and they go find a no win no fee solicitor this is the basic crux of it um and I spoke to the National Hair and Beauty Federation um couple of weeks since now and what they said is the increase in claims after the first and second lockdown and the three months prior to us closing in January as as quadrupled and these claims are pay, paying out at a minimum of £8,000. Now, the insurance company, what's happening is the insurance companies, when the claims come in, because they don't want to get into any backle, and even though you might have, as a stylist, done everything that you should have done, they're literally paying the claims out. And the insurance companies have decided that this is getting ridiculous. So they need to tighten up everything that we're all doing. Yeah. Um, but what's happened by doing this is everybody's kind of um, encouraging people to do it. Yeah. And what it's doing really is it's um, the tail's wagging the dog here, isn't it? You know, yeah. the insurance companies are now dictating to us. Well, you know, if I go and buy some car insurance, I'm going to tell my car insurance company that my car's a certain age it's got a certain reg that I want it fully comprehensive that I want protection if I have an accident that I want cover if I have an accident and I want a car and and I'm telling them all of this but now our insurance companies are telling us what we're going to have and we're going to do yeah. and I think this is where as an industry we need to get hold of the bull by the horns and say just hang on a minute these are the policies we want to be covered this is how we want covering but at the moment I think there's just mass fear because we've been closed for a while there's obviously this um situation where they said you know there was links with COVID and, and allergies which there has been but the medical um health regulatory authority for the for the the country who who back the vaccination have actually said there's nothing conclusive that COVID, if you've had COVID or you've been a COVID carrier, that you are going to have a reaction. There has been 
heightened levels of reactions, but there's nothing conclusive at the moment. So they're also saying, you know, um, we, we're kind of getting ourselves into a little bit of state by it all. Yeah. And I think it's being led by the insurance. The Hair and Beauty Fed have changed some of their rules. And so that's got everybody a little bit worried. The underwriters, I mean, it's unreal. I have the Hair and Beauty Fed protocol. So yeah. they give in their allergy testing kit, you get a, a series of questions. You go through the questions. If it flags up, then you've got to skin test. If it doesn't flag up, then they carry on until their annual skin test or skin test every six months depending if you haven't seen them for six months, need to be carried out. But what I found out when I ran the hair and beauty fed was that unless I checked that with my insurance company, their protocols weren't covered. And I said, just hold on a minute. So if I haven't checked with my insurance company, if they agree to your protocols, and if they didn't, and I'd have done a test carrying out your methods, but something happened, who would have protected me? nobody just hang on you are a governing body i pay my membership i thought that if anybody was going to throw me under the bus it was the color house and the insurance company yeah not that you were going to say yeah you've done our protocols but actually if you haven't checked with that your insurance company you're not covered so i was mortified so i rang my insurance company who said no we don't support their protocols and i said well it's it's amazing because the insurance policy of the National Air and Beauty Fed is underwrote by Kavir. And you are Kavir, my insurance company. So wow. how can you support it when you are writing their policy, but you don't support it in my policy? So I said, I'm not liking this. I'm not happy about this whole thing. So I've been firing questions at my insurance company to the point now that none of them want to pick the phone up to talk to me. None of them are coming up with any answers. I keep running questions around them and rings around them. I've now told, asked them, are they going to support Colourstar? Because the new Colourstar is a passport system. And it is the only thing that is now backed by the medical health and regulatory body. They, the body I'm talking about, have yeah. said, we back Colourstar. So, but you can use Colourstar and Colourstar have their own insurance, but you have to still clarify it with your insurance. So I've gone back to my insurance and we're now 12 days in, three phone calls in, don't now have many emails and they're still not answering me at the moment because they don't know what to do. Because as I said to them, how can you not support something that the Medical Health Regulatory Authority of the United Kingdom back? These are the people that back a vaccination. These are the people that have stamped this this colour start passport system yeah because what they're saying is we are over skin testing and we shouldn't be we're doing far too much skin testing we're actually putting people more at risk by the amount of skin testing we're doing yeah. and now all these colour houses are saying skin test 48 hours before but now skin test every time can you imagine a guest every six weeks being skin tested that cannot be right and we need to stand up as an industry and yeah. say stop it the tail is wagging the dog here as my mum would say and and this dog has got to stop the tail wagging it and we've got to stand up as an industry and say no no we can't carry on like this yeah. but 
the colour houses are frightened, the insurance companies are frightened, and now we've got a whole industry of people that are having sleepless nights, that are worried. The phone calls I've had and the messages I've had and the amount of hairdressers that are saying they're going to walk away from the industry, amount that are saying they're just going to cut hair, they won't colour hair again, the amount that are feeling so low. I have taken so many phone calls from distraught, distressed hairdressers. That is totally unacceptable, is this situation. And I think we really need some big powers that be in this industry that have got some real clout to now jump up and down and say, enough. We need some clarity. And this has to stop. Yeah. So that's my old view on the matter. So you can see I'm very passionate about yeah, it because yeah. I just think that they're making something that does not need to be complicated, complicated. Yeah. Why? Why are they doing it? Exactly. And when you're having a look at it, and it's it's so hard to, to, to rein it all in and put it into a perspective because my, when, I phoned, when I had a conversation with my insurance... I did get a little bit, I felt as if I was getting a little bit shirty with them because they were being really shirty with me. And of course, my husband's shaking his finger and he's like, and I was like, no, wait a minute. And he gave me a quick answer. And the quick answer was, you need to skin test every time. And I says, right, okay, we need to skin test a client every single time. So if a client has been skin tested and they come back six weeks, you're telling me they have to be skin tested again. And his response was yes. And I went, but the thing behind that is as a salon, it's not feasible to be doing that. If you've got somebody traveling 40 miles to come to your salon, they're not going to do it. You're going to lose business. It's not feasible. Then he went to the underwriter and the underwriter came back and said that, they would cover us because I also pulled up the fact that if you skin test somebody, put them in the car, they have a crash, what's going on if they have a reaction? My insurance company, which I was a little bit flabbergasted at, said they would cover me for that. And I said, I want that in writing. (laughs) I want that in writing. But they won't cover colour stat. And it's, it's so strange because my, my insurance company have always told me that when I put that skin test on, that guest has to sit in my salon for the length of that time that as if they were having a colour with that skin test because if they left my salon, got in the car and went into anaphylactic shock, I will be responsible because I put that test on. So skin testing, you know, the first lockdown, I went back skin testing. And, I mean, it just took me... Um, a whole week and and you know hands up i i totally thought that this idea of um we skin test 48 hours before was a minimum so i did a week of skin testing but some of those guests didn't come back to me for three weeks and i thought i was yeah. covered because i thought i'm not i'm i'm more than 48 hours before i'm okay but I actually wasn't. So again, that was very unclear. That there's no clarity with any of this in the in the industry, the insurance, and this is why for me. Um, we need some clarity. Uh, for me, uh, as you say, Samantha, sometimes I guess travel. I 
I have a lot of guests that travel to me over yeah. an hour for them to come every time to have a skin test to then come back 48 hours later for a color they're not going to come to me so for me the color star would be much better because if I could get the color star in now I could actually get them posted out they could all be skin testing and as soon as we get that go ahead I can actually start work straight away because the color star they can they can apply that 120 days before they actually have a colour. So uh, my guests right now could be having a colour skin test now and everything be fine. They put all the information into their passport. They click send and it comes over to my portal. It tells me they've done it. And then 48 hours before the colour, they do the screening questions. And as long as the screening questions flag nothing up, they're free to come. And every time, all they do is 48 hours before their appointment is they carry out the screening questions. And as long as they, they go okay, they just send it to my portal yeah. and they're free for, to have that appointment. If it flags up something, then obviously they have to have another test and yeah. we're back to the beginning again. But for me, this this seems quite a, a plausible and doable um, situation for my business. So I've kind of, I've not got myself stressed with it. I'm cross with the insurance companies more than anything and yeah. the clarity. That's what's got me cross. I'm not stressed with it. I'm just, I just think it's out of my control right now. I think that we'll get some more clarity, hopefully closer to opening. If we don't, all we can do to start with is go back. We've got to skin test everybody anyway. Yeah. So we go back having skin test them and we carry on working on the insurance companies and the powers that be to get some more answers before we're ready for the next set of skin testing. So I, I've decided that um, because we've got to skin test 48 hours before, so while my salon opens on a, on a Tuesday, so that would mean coming in on a Sunday on my day after skin test. Well, well I'm not doing it. I've just decided that... You know, this lockdown's made us all reevaluate our lives. And, and when I first opened back after lockdown, I went from five days a week doing 50 guests, working 12, 14 hour days to I work four days a week. Yeah. I do eight to 10 guests now. Um, and I, I, I work so much less. I only do two colors a day and a cut and finish. That's that's all I do. So what I've decided is that Tuesdays I will go in and be the day that I do cut and finishers. Yeah. And I will have my Thursday guests coming in on Tuesday for their skin test. So there's only two of them. There's only two colours. So my Thursday guests will come in on a Tuesday for the skin test. Now, Wednesday is my day off. But what I think I will do going back is on a Wednesday, uh, sort of tea time, maybe about five o'clock, is go down to the salon, do the two skin tests then for Friday. Uh, Thursday, I can do my colours because they were tested on Tuesday. So I'll do those two colours. And at tea time, I will have the two colours for Saturday in for their skin test. And going forward, that's how I'll work. But I've worked out it's probably going to take me about eight to ten weeks to get through my customers that way. That's it. So, I, so, I mean, some of my customers, uh, they've been five months since they've had a colour. And there could be another two months on top of that. So seven months. But... I can't see an alternative unless I get clarity that I can use Colour Start. And if I can't, this is the only way forward. I can work through it. And at that point, I will be letting my guests know this is the situation yeah. and why I'm taking these steps to protect them. 
And ultimately, if they don't agree with that, then they will go find another salon. But the question is then, what is that other salon putting in place? That's a worrying thing. That is the absolute worrying thing. But if we can rewind a little bit, you were saying about the 48 hours. That was my husband, Gary. That was his question yesterday. Um, and again, we couldn't clarify that. He was saying that if you skin test somebody and it's a fortnight before they're actually in, is it nil and void then? Yeah, well, my, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. yeah, they're all saying it's nil and void because within that two-week period, they could have had COVID. It could have passed through them. They might not have had COVID, but they could have been a COVID carrier. There could be that chance they'd become um hypersensitive they could have in between you last seen them have become hypersensitive so they're now saying it's got to be the 48 hours and i do know of somebody and she did in the after the first lockdown she did do her skin test and she said it was actually a guest that was 48 hour tested before and was in um the test had come was fine but she put the colour on and the guests went into a massive reaction. Wow. So it, this is how serious it is because although there's nothing conclusive with COVID and the testing, there is and there are dermatologists from around the world in a big, big WhatsApp group looking at all of this and they are finding some links. What they're saying is they can't yet say it's conclusive. We're, we're still... We're still in the infant stages of all this virus and knowing yeah. knowing what it's doing, you know, new data's just coming out of Wuhan um, 12 months on of the effects of the virus for people that didn't go onto the ventilators and the effects of the people that didn't go on the ventilators. Some of them, the, you know, there's eyesight loss and there's damage, um, the, there's damage within their brain cell issues they've been monitoring this so we don't even and that's 12 months on so we're not going to have that information for how it's affected people in the UK probably till June or July so things are changing in all directions whether they'll collate a link between you know people that have had the virus or carried the virus and skin testing remains to be seen so jury's out on that but the medical board at the moment are saying they cannot conclusively prove anything um either way on it yeah so we're just gonna have to wait and see aren't we but i just i feel sorry for so many hairdressers that can only feel now that their only way is to um to leave the industry or to just become a cutting salon or a barber shop and i don't think that's the way forward i think we've got to stand up and say no, we've got to find a way around this and, and we've all got to work together. But what I see going forward, I, I worry that a lot of insurance companies will start pulling out from insuring hairdressers and will become limited to what companies are available. Yeah. And then premiums are going to go up, which then is going to, have to affect us and ultimately affect the guests as well, isn't it? Exactly. Because even with the colour start as well, it's classed as like a prescription isn't it it's a prescription yeah. yeah so you can put it on the client's bill they have to purchase it don't they yeah so they have to pay for it so again it's 15 pounds isn't it is that what the retail price is for the yeah class yeah class? 
Yeah. Does a client want to pay that? But then if they want you and it's going to be easier for them, then I suppose it's an option that they have. But most, I'm finding that most insurance companies are not covering that anyway. And then there's also the, the case of, are you following the protocol from the colour house? Or are you following the leaflet that's inside the box? Because I found looking over a few color lines that there's slight discrepancies. So again, that was a question that I asked the insurance company yesterday. And mine's was, what they said was, I had to follow the protocol, I had to follow the leaflet. Not what my color house said, I had to follow the leaflet. But let's face it, I've been in this industry for over 30 years and yesterday was probably the first time I pulled that leaflet out. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just, uh, if my colour house told me, this is what the protocol is, I would follow that protocol. And yeah. the only time that I've ever looked at the leaflet is, oh my God, I can't remember. How long is that left on for? And I would maybe read the instructions in it, but I would never go deep into the skin test because I'm following the colour house. Yeah. And I think that's been the thing. We, we, we've all done that, haven't we? And I think that most insurance companies now are saying, follow what the leaflet's saying. Yeah. And most leaflets are actually saying 48 hours before every time. That's what my which, Yeah. Which is now a situation, isn't it? So, I mean, go, going back, um, yes, colour start, we've got to pay for it because it is a, um, a prescription that's classed as a medicine now. And you can't give a medicine um, free of charge to another person. So that's why they have to pay. I think my guests, to be fair, would be probably happy to pay it because for them that are travelling to have to come every time for a test, they wouldn't want to do that. So for me, if I can find an insurance, which I have, um, I have found uh, there is an insurance that will back Cold Start. Um, so I've told my insurance, if you're not going to back it, I will be, I will be removing my insurance from you, and I'm going elsewhere. So that's something you know that I will do. Yeah. Um, and and obviously I can't say it on air, but I, I obviously can. Um, let you know off air who that company is which I'll happily do Um, so I will be looking to leave my my company if they if they don't back me but the thing is what I don't understand why they won't back it is because actually if you ended up going to court it's the Colour Star insurance policy that goes to court with you and you know um when Debbie Digby Smith went to court, I mean, the, yeah. her story, you know, That's a lot amazing. of people know it yeah. in the, yeah. The people that backed Debbie was Colour Star. Yeah. Not exactly. anybody else. Yeah. The cases that have ever gone to court and won have been Colour Star cases. So that tells me this company believes in its policy enough to say, we'll go to court and we'll fight this. Yeah. Um. So if I was going to court, think I probably want them on my side and not my colour house or my insurance company because I'm not sure that they're going to back me when you know the when you're really up to your neck in it yeah yeah and and one of the cases that Debbie was saying was um I think was a payout of like one and a half thousand pounds and you just think what is the point but at the other end of that colour start 
was on top of it. They supported her and they didn't care. It was basically, yep, we will do this, we will. So if that's what's happening, surely the insurance company should go, do you know what? That's going to save us a little bit. If Colour Start's going to be on the case, what is the problem here? Yeah, I, I, there's got to be some regulation, you know, if, uh, some years since um, this was happening with holidays. People would go on holiday and come back and say, I've caught a tummy bug in that hotel. Um, I'm going to sue the hotel and the insurance were just paying out left, right and centre till they finally said, no, we're not going to just keep paying out these no win, no fee people just going and finding a way to make some money. We'll stand up to it. And then what happened was when they found that these people were lying and being unscrupulous, they were actually putting them in court. So, you know, it's about time we said this, you know, the majority of our guests and the people that come to us, come to us for their hairdoing. They have no thoughts or intentions of let me sue my hairdresser to make me some money. Absolutely. It is just the odd one or two in life is in everything that then spoil it for everybody else, don't they? Absolutely. I would say that I've got an amazing bunch of clientele um, I would not get any hassle from them at all whatsoever. No. But I now feel that I'm putting them out because I'm having to go over the top, although it is for their safety and they do understand that. Um, and it was the same when we went back the last time with all the PPE and um, having to um, stand outside if I had ran late or whatever, you know, they mm. were totally, un they understood it. But you are going to get clients out there and I can understand the fear that the industry's got and my heart melts for the, the people that are like, I can't cope with this anymore. The industry, yeah. our industry, I feel has been hit massively and I'm behind you 100% Kay, when I say that we all need to stand there as a united front and say, no, this should not be happening. We need one protocol. We need one regulation. We all need to be sailing on the same boat. Yeah, we absolutely do. And, and if we, you know, if you stand, stand united, you're stronger. Yeah. And they've got to listen. You know, we put seven point something billion on the high street. We are a valid voice because there's no high street left now. We are the high street. Yeah. So they need to start listening to us. We are important. And it's about time that they all sat up and realised how important we are and that they listened to our concerns because we have been greatly hit and we're the ones that's going back. We're at the forefront of this virus. We really are at the forefront. You know, I'm... Obviously, the nurses and the doctors are at the very, very forefront. But we have got people coming into our salons. We are human contact. We are, we are not just doing hair, but we're counselling people. You know, people, when they returned after the first and second time, were changed. We changed. And our guests were changed. And, you know, we, we, we're counsellors. We do so much more than just hair. Mm -hmm. And we are right at the forefront of helping people get through these times. And it's about time that we were recognised for this yeah. in this country and that they stop treating us the way they do because we put billions of money into this country. Yeah. And, and so it's about time they started respecting that and not treating us the way they are treating us right now yeah. and um, I just want some real some real people with some real clout in our industry to stand up and say enough and I think that's happening there's a lot of people yes. getting behind this and saying no 
no, we're not having this. This isn't yeah. on. And a noise is happening. People are starting to bang the drums and, and get it out there. And the more we talk about it, I know everybody's kind of like, oh, skin testing, we're sick of hearing it. But if we don't talk about it and we don't shout about it, well, you know, there's an old saying we have down in Yorkshire. It is, you know, he who shouts loudest gets heard. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start well, shouting yeah. loud. Yeah, it's shy bairns getting out. exactly we need to speak about it we are in this industry we have gone back the last time and a lot of my clients were like oh my goodness you are so much more sterilized and the ppe is oh and i can't believe the routine that you have got up and running for this and one of them worked in a doctor's surgery and she said that we were better than they were yeah, I've had that from the nurses and doctors that come into yeah. me. They say you are more sterilised than we are in the hospitals. Yeah, and I think we are. Yeah. I think we, I think we stepped up to the mark as an industry, and we we got on with it, and we accepted what we're to do. You know, so many salons went to one to one working, or and if they got a team of staff, maybe four staff in, then they were still only one to one, just that one stylist and that guest. It's impacted on our business financially. It's impacted on us mentally. Yet we stepped up to the mark. We we made sure our guests were safe. We put every protocol we were asked to and more into place um and i think as an industry we did amazing absolutely amazing and i think that um you know we 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 need to keep moving forward in the professional direction we are doing as we have done collectively because in lockdown it brought us together we're stronger than we've ever been as an industry Um, and now we need to say right you need to listen now we're the people that do the work we are educated we're the ones that's working with the color and we know how we can make this work we need to come up with a protocol that is across the board yeah you know they vaccinate people in their arm they don't say well i'm going to vaccinate this person in their arm but that person i'll vaccinate in the toe and that person i'll vaccinate in the head there's a protocol so put a protocol in place for us yeah. And let's work to it. Talk to the people in the industry, find out the best way, deal with the medical health regulatory board and come up with a protocol we can all use that yeah. stops all this stress. Because as I say, my heart, just so many hairdressers in such a state. And, and I've, I've said to him, look, if we're given the go ahead to open on the 12th of April, and we haven't got in place what we need to open because of all this, then we can't open. And there's not a thing we can do about it. I am under the opinion, if I haven't got answers and I cannot deliver safely what I need to deliver to my guests, then my doors won't open till it does. That's it. But That's it. it's so difficult to comprehend. It's not up here yet. We haven't got like a definite date up here in Scotland. No, we, no. Not. But what I find difficult to comprehend is... It's the 12th user opening, is that correct? No, no, well, no, the 12th's been banded about, and this is where it's it's getting everybody in a state because they're all we're opening on the 12th. No, what what it says in the small print is the earliest. <laughs> so he's going to let us know on the 5th what the answer is, okay. whether we will or we won't open on the 12th. And um, it, it the caveat is in in the earliest but I mean over in Wales they just got news now that they can open on Monday 
I mean, that's not enough time. Literally no. days of information, that, that's not, it's just not possible, is it? It puts us under so much pressure. But, you know, my husband, Paul, um, what he says about it is, is, okay, it doesn't matter when they say you can open if at the end of the day you're not ready to open or you don't want to open that day, you open when you're ready. So yeah. if, if Boris waits till the the 8th of April and says you can all open on the 12th and you can't be organised for the 12th, well, you're organised for when you are. Yeah. And and I kind of think it's right. What We've been close for so long. What can we do? What's an extra couple of days? And the thing is, if you open on the 12th anyway, you can't colour. Because you can't start skin testing until the 12th, if that's the actual day. You can't touch anybody. I've took the decision, I think we were the 26th, possibly the 26th. I'm going to wait till the 29th. And I'm just going to start working on the 29th, but I'll skin test the 48 hours beforehand. But for anybody that is panicking about it, there's a few options. You can do what Kay and I are going to be doing, where we will um, skin test uh, 48 hours beforehand and we'll just delay our opening day to start working on our clients or I was listening to Sophia Hilton the other day and she was suggesting like a cut and consult where you do the first couple of days well the 48 hours where you cut your client and do your consultation at the same time and your skin test then and then you can book them in for the 48 hours later to get their colour applied which is, a, a, is another good, good idea way. Um, to be to to try and utilize your time because we ha- have been closed for so long and you can look upon it as okay we've been closed for that long we can wait another couple of days but then everybody's situations are completely different, different. and you do want to get back in there your clients are on the phone you are under pressure and maybe this is a time to go I am going to set some boundaries I will start then, I will finish then, and this is how it's going to work, you know. But there is options out there, and I think the scare tactic of it is calming down slightly now, but we still need that togetherness protocol, as you were as you were saying, for sure. Yeah. But there is there is ways around it. Is there any other ways that you would add to that, Kate? No, I think I think that's it. I think what people should do is first and foremost go to their insurance company yeah. and speak to them. I think when they speak to them, they'll naturally say, "Go to your colour house and check what it says in the instructions." And then I would say, "Follow that to the letter." And if that says skin test forty-eight hours before and every time for the time being, you'll have to follow that until we you either find decide if you're going with colour start and if you can find an insurance that'll cover you or we get some more answers i yeah. think we've just got to it, it's just like anything else we'll we'll move through it we'll work through it and we'll get through it and the guests will get used to it and if we have to skin test every time and the guests have to come well, if that's carried out across the board, then they're going to have to do it everywhere, aren't they? But the problem is if it's not carried out across the board, isn't it? And yeah. then there's somebody not carrying it out and they can go somewhere else. Yeah. But what I think is key, our guests value their health and safety more than they've ever done it. And because we put so many protocols in place with the first lockdown and keeping them health their health and safety paramount that I think if we have this conversation just like you and I are doing with our guests and say look I have to do this it's now 
you know, more than ever, it's become more apparent that these things, the insurance are tightening everything up. These are the protocols we're having to follow. And it's for your health and safety. And yes, I know it will be an inconvenience to come 48 hours every time before a colour, but the safety of yourself is far, far greater, far yeah. greater. And I want to keep you safe. And I think our guests will actually appreciate that. I think, I so. think yes, there will be a little bit like, oh, no, really? But once they get used to it, and once we get used to it, you know, if this stays in place like this and we have to skin test it every time we colour and 48 hours before, um, this time next year, this will be the norm. It was like when we went back after the first lockdown, everything was abnormal to us. Yeah. The fact that we were sanitising as much as we were, not that we weren't sanitised before, but as much as we were, and everything we had to put in place felt abnormal. And I always remember saying to my guests, by September, this will be norm. And it was by September, it was like, how did I used to do it before? How did yeah. I manage it before? Yeah. And I think this time next year, these protocols will just feel the norm. But it won't when we first go. But I remember opening my doors. And honestly, Samantha, I cried for five weeks every day. Oh, every right. single day. At some point, I cried. Yeah. I cried. There was no reason for it. I just cried and cried. Um, and it was five weeks before I stopped crying at some point yeah. in the day. Yeah. It just, everything was so strange. Everything was so not how I'd used to it being and and it was just and now now I think I never want to go back to how I was I love my how my business is running I love yeah. that I do two colors a day and a cotton blow away I love I have that time for that guest and we interact and you know when the colors on they, they have a massage on the chair and we chat and and we don't have magazines no more but we're chatting and, and our connection is even greater than it was yeah. and I think now if somebody said to me I'll take you back 12 months the virus has gone it was never here and you can go back to working five days a week 50 guests a week I'd be like, no way, yes. no, 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 no forget chance. it, forget it, I love my new way, so, yeah. you know what? enjoyable, it is actually, one oh, get your head around it, having that quality time, that time to think about a colour, that time to be creative, rather than, oh my God, wait a minute, Mrs Jones, she gets that, I'm just going to bang that back on again, you know, yeah. it, it's, it has been nicer, and I would say that, because Gary will say to me, you were really busy today, and I was like, yeah, but it was great, you know, yeah. because you had big jobs, you just worked and you just got on with it. But it wasn't like this client's here and your head's spinning 360 degrees. It was a lot more relaxed once you go into the way of the PPE and changing the PPE all the time and remembering to change your penny and rem all that kind of a thing. Yeah, I I'm, I'm on your camp there, Kay, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, it was always my dream. I've always said I'd love to be a one-to-one -one predominant colour salon. Um, and, and in fact, in two, I, I journal a lot, you know, I was writing things down. And in 2019, I wrote in my book, um, 
that by September 2020, I was going to be a one-to-one -one bespoke colour salon. Yeah. And I told my husband, Paul, this, and he said, oh, I'd love to see this. I cannot wait. He said, so you do 50 guests a week, but now you want to go one-to-one. -one. Um, so the chances are you're probably only going to do 10 people a week. How are you going to go from your 50? What, what 40 are you going to get rid of each week? <laughs> Just, how are you going to work this out, Case? And I love how your brain comes up with these ideas. And he said, I don't know how you're going to do it. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I said, but I promise you, I bet by September 2020, I'm doing that. I said, because that is what I've always dreamed of. And I'm going to get myself there. And so we, we set about this um, eco-friendly refurbing the salon. So we hardly threw anything away. We actually upscaled everything. All the furniture went to be reupholstered. And we oh, we just tried to do it where we sent limit to landfill. That's what we did it on. Yeah. Has been, has been really wonderful. Um, and then this virus came and that changed everything. And that virus enabled me to go to a one-to-one -one colour bespoke salon. It was like... That when that happened, and I don't underplay the virus, it's terrible. You know, we lost our aunt and uncle uh, within four days of each other. Oh. Um, so I don't, I don't underplay how serious yeah. it's been and painful. You know, I know the pain that my family have been in with it and are still in with it. You know, um, but for me, it 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 totally changed my my life and my career. Mm -hmm in a positive way which is yeah. I know that sounds so terrible doesn't it but it opened so many doors to change yeah. to what I I wanted to be so sometimes you know change the pivot of change can can be very amazing and come from some of the darkest places can't it and yeah sometimes it's good to have your hand forced you know, yes. and it's like, I am in this situation now. I either turn that corner and move forward or I'm done. And you just, you just, you go with the flow and, and it's difficult because change is difficult, but you do get to the other end of it. And that's, that's the most amazing thing about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing with all this skin testing. Our hand is being forced, but we will make the changes and we will get to the other side of it. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, for anybody listening out there that are really struggling and thinking, I'm, I'm going to, I can't do it. I'm going to pack in. Don't, don't pack in because don't you can do it. Do it. Yeah. You can do it. You've just hit, you've, you've just hit your upper limit. And when we hit our upper limit, we either push through it or we walk away from it. And if you just give a little push, you just open that upper limit and you, you're out there. And yeah. it'll change. Yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. Well, okay, it's been amazing talking to you this morning. Well, yes, we've rattled on about this skin testing, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> but I hope we'll be oh, dear. It's been really yeah yeah it's been really it's been really great to talk to you I've really really enjoyed it and I'm very grateful and very honoured that you've asked me to be on your oh, podcast well I'm honoured that you're here on my podcast oh, well I want to wish you every success with it because I think that's absolutely amazing and I know the commitment time you must be taking to do this and for people to be able to listen to it and I am a podcast freak I love podcasts my life is podcasting I'm always so I will be following your podcasts uh, you know I, I just love them I just think podcasts are amazing 
absolutely amazing so i wish you every success with thank your you so podcast much, because that's a great a great thing to do to offer and connect with people yeah brilliant yeah definitely well thank you again for being with us and i hope you have a beautiful day the rest of the day although it's raining there we've got the same we've had gale force winds and horrendous weather for a couple of days but i can see the clouds in the background at your conservatory are very dull <laughs> <laughs> it is it is but we'll keep we'll keep the sun shining in our hearts and we'll keep yeah, going wherever we absolutely. wherever the day takes us yeah okay then thank you so thank much you. and i hope to catch up soon yes definitely thank you see you later bye bye, bye. bye. You can find Kay on her Instagram pages, both of them. The first one is Kay Binnersley Hair Education. The second one is Kay Binnersley Hair underscore S-R-H. Facebook, Kay Binnersley Hair and Kay Binnersley Hair Education. Where would you like to start? Science Investigation.